0: Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Nate.
1: Again, welcome to the second hour of On the Block. I'm me, Strick, live from Houston, Texas, and that is my partner and his right-hand man and mine, Nick Sainert. Live from Berries at 9th and Q, where they're sipping on some brew and talking to you. It is a wonderful day today, both here and there. It sounds like it is a nice, breezy, comfortable, mm. sunny, and oh, yeah. wonderful day there in Nebraska as they pre pregame game for <laughs> the Indiana-Nebraska <laughs> That's game. That's right. pre game right? Oh, yeah. And so, right now, there's a lot of things going on in the news. Just finished the tour, tug of by segment Obviously, dealing with the concussion protocols of the NFL, it is tough. There's been doctors speculating and and discussing whether or not this should be a heinous crime towards Tua as far as uh, if anything was to happen going forward. Some even speculating and saying allegedly that there could even possibly and should possibly be. Murder charges and stuff mm. of that nature. I don't. I don't know. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not a doctor, nor do I understand it, nor are we on mm. the block or at 937. The ticket, the ticketfm.com. We are only sharing what people are saying and the, some of the possibilities of things that are out there. We wish him well, him and his family. Mm. We understand the situation and the scenario that's going on with Tua Togavaloa, but we do hope that he recovers and has a full recovery going forward. Now let's turn to to baseball there's been some great stuff happening in baseball that most of the people are not really talking about right now. Only two other people have been able to do what this man has done. And it is Aaron judge of the New York Yankees. And they're not really, it's, I mean, that's why I want to talk to you both Nick and, and uh, Nate about, is this something that not only baseball should be, uh, more excited about, or more happy about. You remember back in the day when the Maguires, yeah. the Consecos and you know just these runs, and Sammy Sosa and all of them were making these mm-hmm. wonderful runs. It was like, it was like anticipation and news, like always was there, just kind of following along this whole track. But Aaron Judge is just slowly trekking along and having just a, a phenomenal season of his own. And is it something that we should care about? I'd love to hear your your, your thoughts from both of you.
0: Yeah, Strick, I think uh, not only is this something that we should care about, I think it's something that should be talked about more, and especially if you're baseball, you need to be marketing it more because uh, I'm going to run this through for Uh, you. It's 73 home runs. That's currently the record all-time in the year 2001. Mark McGuire comes in at 70, 1998, Sammy Sosa 66 in 1998, Uh, In 1999, the year after they had that home run race, Mark McGuire would hit 65. The same year that Barry Bonds hit the 73, Sammy Sosa would hit 64 in 2001. Sammy Sosa then again in 63 in 1999. Here's where it gets interesting because this is when we get into Aaron Judge in 2022, like you just said, Strick. Uh, Babe Ruth at that 60 mark in 1927. And Aaron Judge obviously tied with Roger Maris at 61 in 1961 two as well. So... If you take out the Maguire, Sosa, and Bonds, that would mean that Aaron Judge would currently be tied for the lead for most home runs in a single season. And I think what's so fascinating about it is that depending on who you talk to, whether you talk to a baseball purist, whether you talk to maybe part of the younger generation, uh, if you talk to the baseball writers, they certainly would tell you that those home runs at the top don't count because they've decided to leave those three guys out of the Hall of Fame. So... It really comes down to how you interpret it, Interpret this, and to be honest with you, I don't really know if I have a side because I think what's so incredible about what Aaron Judge is doing is that even if you add the, the steroids in the conversation or not, it's one of those things you can interpret this as a record. Like, you you can, and it depends. Like, you might have to switch it around a little bit, and it might be okay. Like, there's an asterisk next to Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. That's what a lot of people end up saying. But at the end of the day, this is a feat that people don't see every day. And I was talking to Bach yesterday, and he said, I hate the cut-ins. I'm watching college football. I don't want to see Aaron Judge at bat. Absolutely, I do. Cut in any game that you possibly have to. I want to see it. This is history. Do I think that he's breaking a record? No. Do I think that it's historical? Yes. I think there's a little bit of a gray area, um, but I love the cut-ins. I want to see what's happening.
2: So I'm going to play. Talk little, to me, I'm, Nick. I'm, I'm going to play a little devil's advocate, okay? Because I'm a huge. I baseman. love it. I, I love I'm it. Huge, but just for fun, just for fun, um, I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate here um, because I, it's, it's a remarkable feat. Okay, it's a remarkable accomplishment. Obviously tied with Roger Maris currently with 61. Um, he's not going to get the actual record record like no. we talked about, right? But I, I would not be surprised if he beats uh, or you know tops Roger Maris's single right. season of sixty two, uh, or with his next home run, I suppose. So then here's the thing, the, the sidebar: the Penn State Northwestern game will feature cut ins. I read today of Aaron Judge at bats. Good. So they will cut in. That will be the specific game that Aaron or that they will cut in. Now here's the thing: history of baseball. Here's the thing. So. A couple years ago, there were too many home runs in the entirety of Major League Baseball. And this is something to keep in mind while we're talking about this and home runs come, come into play. A couple years ago in Major League Baseball, there were tons and tons of home runs. They didn't like that because it t- took away from the integrity of the game. So then what they did decided to do was deaden the baseballs. And in last season, they actually used two different types of baseballs, which then also questioned the integrity of the game. Well, now this year they're using one universal style of baseball that also they realized, right, we always have that talk of how marketable is baseball right now if there's no home runs, if there's no you know, juiced bats, guys taking steroids, how marketable, how enjoyable is it for fans to watch. Now there's a lot of home runs this season. You'll see that the home run rates this year are up, which includes Aaron Judge's 61 home runs. So you have to kind of, you have to. I feel like it's important with baseball being such a historical sport I feel like it's important to talk about the kind of baseballs they're using, what kind of I mean like think about like all those little things that take into it that are taken into account when deciding how many home runs are hit, but it, at the end of the day it's a remarkable feat I don't know where you so guys want to go are, with that, but it's interesting
1: are you so are you saying that right now uh, j- just there's nuance to it, and so it's not necessarily um, basically the old yeah. Few years pass. all of those things account, account for what we're seeing right now. That's, that's the thing. So is you I, have to discuss those, those changes.
2: I don't think you have to, but I think it is important when you kind of look at the grand scheme of things, right? Home run rates all together throughout all of baseball right now are increased over last year. And you see a season like this, and I, w- I wanted to be very careful how I kind of discussed this because I don't want to take anything away from Aaron Judge. I mean, 61 home runs is unbelievable. The way that guys are throwing, like, think about it, guys. You can, you can bring the whole pitching discussion into this, and guys throwing triple digits is just a norm now for starting pitchers and for relievers. Like, you think about the evolution of baseball. It was a role as Chapman throwing three uh, triple digits as a closer, they didn't want to keep him as a starter because they didn't want to blow out his arm, rightfully so, throwing triple digits. So then now you're seeing the evolution of that going from closing pitchers to you know short relievers to then long relievers. Now starters are able to throw five consecutive innings. Um, and here's the thing, I uh, when you when you talk about Aaron Judge's home run and home run rates in the in, in the entirety of Major League Baseball. I think there is value and reason. There is purpose to bringing up that the, de- the balls might be a little more juice this year, which is why we're seeing an increase in, in in home runs across the entire sport. But I did not want to take anything away from Aaron Judge's 61 home runs.
0: Strick, I want to say something real quick because this is one. It, it, Texter says, uh, stop the hating. Steroids do not make the eye coordination uh, any better. That argument, I'll be entirely honest, I absolutely hate that argument. I hate it, hate it, hate it. Are these guys great hitters? Absolutely. Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, those guys have better eye coordination than pretty much everyone that's ever played the sport. For you to be even able to hit a home run at all in Major yeah. League Baseball, is like if you can hit one home run in Major League Baseball, I don't care what year you played, what area mm-hmm. you played in, it's an incredible feat. It's yeah. amazing. But my argument is these guys have great hand-eye coordination. What was Barry Bonds? What was Sammy Sosa? What was Mark McGuire doing before? You can literally see in time. You can look at the timeline and tell when mm-hmm. they started taking steroids. I'm not saying these guys don't hit 40, 50, 60 home runs. I'm not saying that. You cannot tell me that if Barry Bonds wasn't taking steroids, he would have still hit 73 home runs. That,
2: I don't buy it. That, I do not buy it for a second. That's exactly my point is now you have the, I mean, all the advanced analytics in the pitching game right now this season. To where there's you, you see the triple digits and you see the RPMs on guys' pitches and you see how much movement each I mean like sinkers have and the ability to take so much off of pitches and the pitch differentials and speeds where you can throw a 98 mile an hour fastball consistently drop off a sinker for 91 miles an hour and then you can also throw a, an off speed pitch for 85 like that that makes it ex- extremely difficult as a hitter. And that's where I, no matter how what baseballs the MLB is using, no matter what baseballs Major League Baseball is using that season, it's still remarkably impressive to for someone to hit 20 home runs, nonetheless 61, and tying a, 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 a record that was set by Roger Maris at 61. And, and now you have, I mean, you have, I think, six or seven games left, and you have a chance to make one or hit one more bomb, and you're, you're, your name's going to be in the record books in one of the most historical franchises in baseball?
1: I I think there's some things to really look at, right? When We're we're just looking at all of these things that are happening in sports today. Uh, You can go from basketball to football. I mean, you're looking at some of these kids that are like anomalies, right? They're like LeBron James times 10 these days. I mean, I, is it in the food? Is it in the water? Did we find Shangri-La? I mean, what what's really going on? And those are some of the things that I think about, right? I I, I understand that because when you're looking at it, you have guys, like you're saying, it has changed dramatically where you used to have a couple, a few, you know, that throw mm-hmm. the way that we're throwing. Is it the technology? Is it the technology? Is it uh, the the workout regiments? What is it that has that's what I mean. I don't know. Saturday I'm a text line, 402-464-568. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Because I'm seeing 14-year-old, 6'9 wow. kids that yeah. are built like freaking Le- LeBron or um, you know, like, like how mm-hmm. does um what's 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 my guy? Z- how does Zion Williams happen? Yeah. Right? Well, They're freaking anomalies. I, I'm, I'm just flabbergasted by it because I am really just want to know kind of what you guys are thinking about something like that. Like, how is this happening right
2: now? Well, let's let's just be like, – like, it's kind of crazy to think about. You can get into a whole rabbit hole, Strick, and Nate, I know you know this as well, of fundamentals and how the youth coaches are teaching players at that age. And th- there's something that a lot of if, – if you're a select baseball guy out there or a gal – you understand that that launch angle is, has been a huge talking point. A couple years ago, right when I just mentioned, when there were all those home runs, that's when this idea of launch angle was established, where it was dropping your back shoulder and, and hitting for power, and that's what everybody loves to do. However, that can also, that can be helpful with the guys like Jackson Holliday, who was 18 years old, who just got taken number one overall in, in the Major League Baseball draft. He's the son of former Cardinal outfielder Matt Holliday. He, he, that can be the story with those guys that, like you said, Strick, are anomalies, are freak athletes and are just given the, the talent when they're born and, and, and just kind of had that work ethic. However, for a lot of people, when you, depending on what you, what you, what you teach and the, what you uh, coach when you're younger, it can kill a, a youth baseball career. It can kill it because mm-hmm. one thing that's important to remember, one thing that's important to remember is it doesn't matter how hard you throw at 12 years old. Nobody, like, nobody in their right mind, and I, I stand firm on this, should have a radar gun on a 12-year-old pitcher because that 12-year-old pitcher mm-hmm. at that time in their baseball or softball career does not need to be worrying about how many RPMs are on their pitch or how how fast they're throwing the ball consistently. They need to be worried about the fundamentals, and then all the other stuff down the road will come with, with the, the 98% of the athletes, in my opinion. And so it's just kind of yeah. crazy to think about when you can actually kill – a, a a young child or a, a child's baseball career or softball career for that matter if you uh worry about launch angle, hitting home runs, you worry about practicing five days a week and hey, hit to this one spot on the net. Throw a curveball, destroy your like there's I, I'm passionate about this stuff because I've seen it firsthand day and day, day after day.
0: Well here's an interesting uh, argument to it, Strick, and I kinda want you to speak on this too, because you remember the McGuire Bond, so saw that Uh, We have a couple texters that are saying pitchers were juicing back then, too. Um, And and then one texter says uh, everyone was juicing back then. It didn't matter who you were. Um, While that is true, I I just – I think there's a little bit different. Like, yes, if you're a pitcher, maybe that makes your velocity goes up. Maybe that makes your spin rate a little bit better. I I understand how, from the pitcher's perspective, you're also juicing. But – it's shown that if you're bigger and stronger and you're hitting a baseball, you just got to hit it at the right spot. Like, like I know there's an advantage. You still got to hit the ball. There's, there's an advantage to taking to to a pitcher throwing faster to having a a higher spin rate. There's the advantage for a steroid pitcher too. But when it comes to baseball, that's the same point that everyone's making is that it's difficult to hit a baseball. But if you're 25 pounds more muscle and you hit the baseball, it's going to go further. I, I disagree. I, I disagree. Nick, because... Nick, hold on. Okay. Hold on right there. Yeah, Nick, thank hold you. that point. We're going to go to a break, and we'll come back oh, and we'll
1: allow oh, you boy. to answer when we come off the break. Um, we got to take a break right now. We're on the block, 93.7, the ticket, the ticket.fm.com. Come back. We're going to join this conversation because it's, it's getting heated. We'll be right back after this.